Hey. Pick em pop, big gun Brian Petrie, giving out the lot. One is mortal, you know it won't miss. Gonna take a shot. Dog lot, that's the underdog. Yeah, they in the hunt. Send them home, that's KO or submission. Yeah, somebody done. Slime ball, yeah, that's the parlay. We gon' make it known. Pick em pop from MMA takes. Yeah, let's get it going. <laughs> <laughs> what's up babs we're coming pre-recorded couldn't do this live so i got my my, my man my man christian here we're gonna go for the interim strap timbo guys you know the deal he's in vegas you know he packed a bag didn't check it long range sniper rifle if you're in vegas this weekend or this week and you have done something terribly wrong in the past couple years you're probably going to get murdered by our friend that we know as Timbo. I don't know his real name. Two things I know about him. He's got an adorable son, and he knows how to pick winners, right? That's the chant. He won last pay-per-view. Christian and I coming at you with this pay-per-view. It's in London, England, mate. We're in London town. Christian, can you do a, a English accent? It always comes out. Oi, mate. Um, they're legend right here, but I think it That's comes not out bad. It's, it's a mix. You started very Australian, and then you kind of found it. My buddy can do, like, we love Flight of the Concords. Have you seen that? They're, they're from New Zealand. Oh, man, it's so good. So good. So and good. he can do Murray, their band manager, so good. And a little quick story off the top here. So he did that at a, at a casino, like, two hours away in Indiana years ago in our single days. And this big, tall uh, Amazon woman, beautiful, but she was, like, 6'4", right? Short hair. You know, a uh, light-skinned black woman, gorgeous, approached him and goes, oh, you're English, huh? When he was doing, he was drunk doing the New Zealand accent. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm English. And he kept it up. She thought it was a, she thought it was an English accent, right? So he just kept it up and he's talking, yeah, to hear me and my mates talking about my flat and all this and stuff. So she bought a room at the, it was Belterra. Bought a room for them to go up and like she's kissing them and slapping them and shit. And I'm like, dude, like if you go up there, you might get like, I mean, she might break your dick. Like you might be ruined. And he ended up bailing. She chased him out. It was a whole fucking, she was intimidating to say the least, but she did not know a New Zealand from an English accent. So it serves her right, you know, it serves her right. But you know, that could have been a wild time for my guy there and he bailed on her. All right, listen, we got 286 picks. We got. I think there's some great spots. I don't think the card is super deep. I'm not going to say this the best card in the world, but I think there's some spots here, Chris. I think there's some spots, bud. What do you think? Yeah, if it's anything like the Anakin Florian DraftKings bet uh, that got posted, we're going to... We're going to be seeing different spots. Go to DraftKings. Shout out DraftKings. They put out an Anakin Florian parlay. Kenny Florian and I got our brains together, made that happen. Uh, plus 700, 7 to 1 on your money. A gorgeous, a gorgeous bet. All right, first fight of the night, Veronica Macedo. Actually, it's Veronica Hardy now. Mary Dan Hardy. I think this is Dan Hardy's third marriage or something like that. The guy just is a coxman. Plus 350, haven't seen her while versus Juliana Miller, minus 435. I'll start the thing here. Juliana Miller won the ultimate fighter. Very green, comes from a good camp, um, but she's tough. She's durable. She's long. Um, it, she's still such a work in progress. I, I hate the line at minus 435 for such a young fighter. She's 3-1, and one, not a lot of experience. Coming off, to, uh, coming off to a fighter is great, but when you come into a situation like this, even though Veronica Hardy is not very good and she hasn't won in a while and she's battled concussions and injuries and yada, her, her, she's one foot out the door. I think Miller's got that dog in her. She's younger. She's hungrier. I think she's good on the ground, and I think she gets it done here. Maybe by finish. I think that might be a play to try to lower that number at minus four thirty-five. But uh, I'm going Miller here. I think it's going to be a wash. Yeah, yeah, I'm completely on the same page as you with this one. I don't know why Macedo was out for or Hardy now. Like you said, out yeah. for three, it doesn't take you know three years to plan a wedding. I don't think, but. Uh, especially if Dan Hardy's already been married so many times, he should yeah. <laughs> know his way through it. But um, yeah, I think it would, like Miller's tenacious and relentless with the takedowns. She's just, she's a junkyard dog in there. Um, and when Macedo gets down, she's always, she's squirming around, like, go, you know, going for leg locks, heel hooks, that sort of things, knee bars down there. And I don't think that's going to work too well against Miller. She's probably going to get beat up. I, I didn't, I haven't looked at the lines on this fight, but uh, yeah, Miller, I'm impressed with her. She's, yeah. you know, I, I do watch the Ultimate Fighter, so I, I've liked her the whole way through. Um, that one foot out the door statement, exactly. I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but 
Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, it's, it's decision or finish. You, you pick your poison. Yeah, decision or finish is what's going to happen. You can double chance it, which I'm sure would be a huge number. Anyway, I think we both are on the same side. Miller's going to win here. Comes from a small gym in San Diego, but they, they they got a little bit of brewing down there. They know they know what they're doing. It's an okay camp. All right, next up, Jai Herbert, plus 160. The English man, versus Ludwig Klein, minus 190. Uh, Chris, what do you see? Two strikers here. To me, some of the hardest guys to cap because Jai Herbert has talent, has no chin, has no cardio. Louisville Klein has looked good, looked bad. What, I mean, what do we do with this guy? Um, tell me how you see this fight going, babe. It's, it's confusing to you, is it? Or it's confusing to me also. Um, look, Jai Herbert against Ilya Taporia, like almost finished him in that first round. Yeah. It's impressive doing it. Dropped Obviously, him. The, the size difference was glaring. Sure. Um, and Taporia came back and destroyed Jai Herbert. Uh, Ludovic Klein, I'm starting to think, is that the guy we thought he was? Because at first, I remember when he fought Nate the Train, I was like, ah, oh, man, Nate the Train's my guy, but I don't think he's going to be able to go there. So is Nate the Train better than we always thought? And yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Nate, 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 the train, Nate the Train might as well be the champion. I mean, he's champion in my heart, right? Oh, you know what I mean? The guy's Nate. a champ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nate the Train is the man. I can't wait till he fights again. It seems like his shit always gets canceled. But. He just, uh, what happened? Someone, he just, he was fighting, I think he's fighting soon. Because uh, he his opponent just got switched out. I just saw it. Go ahead, finish your thought. I'll look it up. Marcel Dorf yeah. always is on top of that stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the, that's the place to look. Yeah. Um, look, I'm going to go with Klein here. Uh, I, I think he's much more well-rounded. And I, Herbert's chin scares me. That Trinaldo fight that... I think that Dan Hardy got in his first trouble for that. Yeah, that's when he when he approached I'll never old. Forget that. That was, that, yeah. Yeah. Herb Dean, wasn't it? Herb Dean yep. yelled at yeah, him, I and mean, then what do you I mean? What are you doing, Dan Hardy? He just got signed to PFL. He's like the European president of operations or whatever the fuck he is. He's something with the PFL oh, now. He, Real quick, late Nate Landwehr is fighting Austin Lingo next week. Lingo was supposed to fight Ricardo oh. Hamos. So next week we get Nate the Train, baby. He's back. Yep, against Austin Lingo, who was supposed to fight Hamos, and then Hamos had uh, the weight issue. All right, so we get Nate the Train next Damn week. Or Nate the train. So you're taking Ludwig Klein. I'm gonna do the same. Uh, I think Jai Herbert has good striking, and he looked good outside the UFC. It's just whenever the bright lights are on him in the UFC, kind of folds. He does have some chin problems. He's not very well rounded. He's never landed a takedown in the UFC, so it's not like he's mixing up. He's tall. He's long. He's good. Ludwig Klein though is low volume, has never thrown more than 60 punches in a fight. You know, he sets everything up. He's very patient. And, and Jai Herbert's also kind of a guy that picks his spots. I think this might be a boring fight, uh, a, a decision fight. I know a quick KO or or maybe a head kick KO by Luba Klein or something like that would sound nice, and it'd be a nice little prop piece. I just don't know if it's going to do it because Jai Herbert does have some chin issues, but you got to throw some something. You got to throw some kind of action to get someone out of there, and Luba Klein just doesn't do it. With that being said, minus 190 is a little... I hate when I... Uh, you know, this is the two fights now. I know we're two fights in, so we got plenty to go. But if you ever listen to a podcast where they're picking fights and every single fight's like, I hate this line. I'm not going to bet it. I'm not going to bet it. Like, you're 15 fights in and every fight you told us to... You know, you gave us your pick, but you're like, I'm not betting any of this. It's like, what, the, what, what are we doing here? But this is truly a fight I just... I really can't wrap my head around because they're both so hard to cap that I really feel like this is a trap. Second fight of the night to... You know, go Juliana Miller by finish. If you get a little bit of live money there, I you know I have a sandwich. You know, it's the middle of the day fight. Have a sandwich, eat a bowl of cereal, avoid this fight with, with your live money because who the fuck knows? All right, next up, Joanne Wood, JoJo Calderwood with the cutest little voice ever, minus one seventy five, which is a surprising number to me versus Luana Carolina. Plus 150. The Anakin Florian podcast has not been out yet. It's I think it's premiering right now as we record this. So I've already picked this fight. Um, I'm going dog here in Luna Carolina. I know she got knocked out by Meatball Molly McCann, but in a fight where she's looking okay, she's got decent striking. Her biggest problem is volume on her strikes, but also just getting taken down. She gets taken down a lot, uh, or at least she used to. Jordan Cottlewood is good off her back, but she's not like a takedown beast. She's not going to be hunting for the takedown. She wants to stand up. She wants to strike. And 37 years old, got married, hasn't won a fight in a while. As much as I love Joanne Wood here, I can't lay 175 on her. I think that's crazy. I feel like, again, she's got two foot out the door. She wants to start a family. She wants to get out. She wants to coach just like her husband does, which I think is a good position for her. Um, I, you know, I saw her fight live in Columbus, and she looked just, I mean, I know she fought Alexa Grasso. Uh, I believe she fought Alexa Grasso. Either way, she, you know, it, she just wasn't there. Uh, Luna Carolina is not what I would call high level by any means. She is getting better. 
coming off a horrible knockout to Molly Meatball McCann, who I think is is really good when you stand up with her. Um, give me Luna at plus 150 um, just because I can't touch minus 175 on JoJo. I can't touch it. CC, what you got, babe? It's a terrible number. Um, so this fight blows my mind because I think that Luana Carolina and Jocelyn Edwards are the same person. And I used to think that Molly McCann and JoJo Calderwood were the same person. Sure. So this like mix of like the MMA math between the two of them and the fact that I don't even know which one is Carolina and which one is Jocelyn Edwards. I should have actually watched some tape on this to figure out which <laughs> one's which. But I kind of look at JoJo's losses and she see, she beats who she should beat and she loses to who she should lose to. She's untrustworthy. Why is she, I thought I already thought she was retired. I had no idea she was still an active fighter. Yeah. But um this is a bowl of spaghetti i do want to mm-hmm. point that one out too chuck it up yep chuck and it up I, chuck it on the wall yeah I, this is i'm kind of listening to you break it down and just being like who knows yeah i'm gonna go i think caller is probably gonna retire win or lose which it's wood it's wood she's married oh, yeah. it's called she didn't really have to change much it was called her wood now it's just wood she lost a calder yep yeah I, i'm gonna go with her I, okay. I think she's the better i think she's the better fighter but I, yeah when you're talking about value and betting, even though I'm not really a value guy, value boy. Yeah. Um, that that I I got 190 on my sheet. So 190. Okay, so I got yeah I got these yesterday. So obviously lines have moved plus 150, plus 190 is going up. The only thing I could say for Joe is if anything's going to get her out of bed, right? Because she, I mean, she's near retirement, right? The only thing that's going to get her out of bed is the fact that she's from she's from UK. She's fighting in London. She's going to maybe. You know, I don't know how far Scotland is from London, but she's gonna have fans. You know, for being European, being from the United Kingdom, so um, she's gonna have, she's gonna have a little bit of extra juice, right? And she can strike still; she's always can strike. But yeah, I just I just don't like what I see. All right, next up, Jake Hadley, 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 Haley, Hadley, Hadley, minus three eighty versus Malcolm Gordon plus three ten battle one twenty fivers. I got a strong lean on this one, and I'm talking. Arnold Schwarzenegger, strong man, strong man, fucking lean on this one. I think we know who who I'm gonna lean with, but let's 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 let's, let's kick it the old CC here. What you got, babe? Um, I got some audio feedback too. I don't know if it's my headphones or yours. What what are we getting? What do you mean? You get uh, an echo? No, it's when you're talking. It's like scratchy. It goes. It's hard to explain. But oh man, what you, what's going on here? Yeah, I don't. Just, <sighs> do I sound cool? Do I sound cool? No. Damn. At least if All it's right, scratchy, I would sound cool. Well, it's kind of yeah, scratchy. I don't know. You're the audio guy. I don't know what the term for it is. But scratchy. When you talk. It's not. It's not sounding good. Oh, <laughs> just, hopefully, it's not. Re- hopefully, it's not recording like that. Well, it's good on my end, and I got. I got. I got three different ways to record this thing. So I think audio. You're coming okay, through I right. I'm coming through. Okay, you can deal. All right, I go can, ahead. I can deal with it. Uh, um. So let's see. We got uh, Jake. Yeah. Of course, I know where you. I'm surprised the line is as close as it is. Uh, but Malcolm Gordon, just because he didn't get knocked out, I feel like is the only reason he's not plus 500. But right. Look, they might be close in grappling skill. I- I'm not really sure, you know, who's Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. But I-, I think Jake Hadley is so much better everywhere else. That yeah. It's not, I don't think it's going to matter. I-, I mean, I think he's going to knock him out personally. So sure. I'm, I'm not, you have a hot take, so I'll let you take it. But yeah, I think Jake Hadley absolutely knocks Malcolm Gordon out. Like easily, easily <laughs> make it look easy. No, I don't really have a hot take on like prop wise. Um, I think, I mean, this is this is this is could be the lock in the night. I I I have faltered on Hadley before when he lost to Nascimento, but this guy is the real deal. He's a young fighter. He's an absolute stud. Malcolm Gordon, I think, is a bum. It's coming off a submission loss over Muhammad Mokayev, who's fighting on his card. He's a very good fighter, but he's been knocked out. He's been submitted. He's good on the ground, but he's not great. He has surprised before, but. Uh, not it's not going to work against Hadley. Hadley rebounded well after the Nascimento loss, came back, high-volume guy, good off his back, good on top, confident as all get out. Uh, again, fighting in his hometown of London. Uh, we're, we're, minus 380 does not scare me. You got a fat bankroll. You lay everything on it. Uh, this is this is a whale play for me. This is a fucking humpback whale play. Multi-unit play here on Jack Hadley. Minus 380. And... Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a slime ball candidate right there, babe. That's a slime ball candidate. All right, next up, we got Kristen Leroy Duncan. Leroy 
Roy Jenkins. <laughs> I had to do it. Minus 205 versus Dusko Todorovic, plus 175. Now, listen about this. Christian Duncan's a new guy, right? He's the new guy. I get the googly eyes from the new guys. Everyone knows that about me. It's a problem I have. He's coming over from a very prestigious organization. He's got a lot of hype around him. He's 7 and 0, so I don't or excuse me, yeah, 7 and 0. So I don't want to overhype him too much. But this guy has fought some of the people. He's a, he's a primarily striker, extremely athletic, good takedown offense. He's fought Sambo guys. He's fought pure wrestlers, pure strikers. He's undefeated. He's finished them all. Sean Sheehan, who was on the Yannick and Florian with me, praised this guy on air and off air, said this is a guy to look out. He's obviously studied his whole career over in Europe. Then you got Dusko, who came into the UFC a little bit of hot, right? Came in the contender series, knocked out Michelle Pereira in the regional scene, which is a huge feather in his cap, even though it was Pereira up at 85. And then he got, he came in, beat up Teddy Ash, you know, decision. Then he, Daquan Townsend. Daquan Townsend had every drug known to man in the system. That dude was partying, finishes him in the second round, barely finishes him. Lost to Soriano, knockout. Lost to Gregor Rodriguez, which is a competitive fight. Beats Maki Batola by knockout, which is cool. Took him down, uh, showed some ground game. Knocked out by Chidi, and then came back against Jordan Wright. So if you get knocked out by, uh, if you get, uh, did you lose me? I just had to refresh it. It was, I oh, think it was okay. tapology. You know fucking the way tapology is. Dude, now. I, I avoid that like, site. I avoid I, it now. I, I can't, they have a million ads. I like I swear I exited out I exited Tapology it like froze and then so Chrome's messed yeah. up I think it was a Tapology it's it's it's, it's crazy know. with 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 Tapology with the ads I love Tapology but the ads are crazy anyway what I was saying is we haven't seen a guy come from England since Jimmy Manawal Conor McGregor was hyped not as hyped Jimmy Manawal was the guy that came from England that everyone thought this is a champ this is the world champ because he turned down the UFC everyone saw it Christian Leroy Duncan Leroy Jenkins, he's got that same vibe, and I think he he dog watched Dusko here. I think Dusko takedowns are average. His strike count can get high. He can throw a lot of volume. His punching power has proven to be pretty good, but I think he can't take it. He can't take the shots. He can give them. He can't take them. And I think Christian Leroy Duncan can fucking give the shots. Now again, this is a guy newcomer, googly eye Brian, drool over the new guys, get a new shiny toy to play with. I'm going to pump the brakes, though, but I'm uh, you minus, minus 205 for Christian Leroy Duncan is, is a number that I'm very interested in playing. I'm keeping him out of any kind of parlays. He's not the green hammer play or anything like that because he's a new guy. Got to see what he got, but very confident. This was almost a double mortal lock for me, right? I was, I was, you know, this could be a double mortal lock, but again, I'm going to pump my brakes just a little bit. I'm just going to fucking pump him a little bit. Christian, tell me what you got. Yeah, I, uh, I like Duncan a lot here, too. It's Dusko's wins are as bad of wins as you could possibly have at the UFC level, and he seems to lose everybody else. I mean, he's only lost three fights, which is crazy. To right. Um, just his style, it, the way he keeps like his chin up, and he's got that long giraffe neck. It's just <laughs> it's so prone to getting to getting hurt, and when he gets hurt, it. I mean, it always looks bad. Duncan's uh, he's a cage warriors champ, isn't he? Uh he yeah. Was he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, or was yeah, now. So this yeah. Is it, this isn't a you know debutante off the contender series minus two hundred. This is a real, actually first of a couple really good debutantes, like ones that the old school like they're like they're, these guys are UFC ready. They're coming in mm -hmm. ready to fight. Um, yeah, I I like your confidence there because I'm also on the Duncan side. Um, I I'm not sure how good I think or no he is. I think it's more of an indictment on how much of a fraud I'm starting to think. Dusko is. Hopefully he doesn't listen. I feel bad if he hears that. No, he listens. Uh, He's DM me and says, hey, bro, I like to fuck. <laughs> I have no idea if that's how he talks. I'm assuming he does. Now, that guy doesn't fucking listen to any podcast. You know, are you kidding me? Maybe the Rogan podcast. But no, you're right. I mean, listen, we we, we both see the same side here. I think Christian Leroy Duncan is a guy we can confidently say. And I think this is a good test because Dusko had hype in the European scene, came to the UFC, and has fallen flat, very inconsistent. This is a pretty good step up for a guy who's 7-0. and I think this is a really good matchup for him. I think the UFC did him a favor. He's in London. Uh, so this is a this is a good matchup for him. Leroy Murphy, minus 165 versus Gabriel Santos, plus 145. This is a banger alert, babe. This is a fucking banger alert. I love Leroy Murphy, oh, Leroy Murphy excuse me. Um, and I think Gabriel Santos is a fucking stud. This guy is very, very good. 
Uh, this made me still pause in everything I do because I like Leroy Murphy a lot. I'm going to let you break this down first because uh, I don't know what the fuck to do here, babe. Go ahead. Yeah, I wish Leroy Murphy fought more often because yeah. I love why He is such a fun fighter to watch. Mm-hmm. He's so damn good. Um, Santos, so, so you know, like I don't watch much tape. I don't, but I will, and I don't watch like you know i don't watch bellator i rarely watch pfl but i do watch the lfa you so do you're an lfa boy i am fanboy. uh so i i'm ex- this fight is this is going to be a banger like no 100 percent guaranteed it probably won't win fight of the night because of just some of the guys that they have later and they never seem to reward the lower end of the card but yeah um oh, man this is it's a close fight i I'm, i thought so I like Santos in this fight. I think he's a better grappler. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I And I really think, even though Lerone Murphy's so good at getting up, I, I just think that Santos can keep grinding on him. Uh, I, you know, I don't really know how good Murphy's gas tank is, but when you're fighting a game like Santos can fight, and Santos can strike too. Mm-hmm. It's, but, I, you know, I think he's definitely going to attempt the takedowns. I was kind of hoping this line would be like Lerone Murphy, like minus 300, right. and then lay the old green hammer down on a plus 200. 30 underdog. Or yeah. Whatever, but That's not what the green hammer's for, but go ahead. Yeah. You, you missed okay. use the oh, term. Yeah. You misused it, but I'll <laughs> let you go. You're my guy. You're my guy. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that. Usually I have to correct you. not you That's true. Me. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Uh, so yeah, I, I look, I know Santos is a debutante, but having watched a lot of his fights, um, I'm a, he's good. He's the real deal. It's crazy. Cause these guys are both undefeated and Laurel Murphy's doing it at the UFC level. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm gonna take the shot on Santos here. I like him as a dog. Uh, I, I think they're both the real deal. It's, sure. This fight should be way higher up. You and I both need Hello? to get mullets. Okay, this is dog. Because I'm on the dog side as well. It took me a while to get there, but the fact remains is Laura Murphy very powerful. So he doesn't need to throw a lot of shots. But his fight with Zabara that went to a split draw, wherever the fuck that he threw 28. He the rest of the fight he was literally defending takedowns he doesn't throw high volume santos is a guy that's going to get after you he's going to get in your face he's going to make you work for takedowns he make you work for striking he's well-rounded he's young kid 26 confidence get out undefeated as well made his moans in the lfa a lot of lfa guys that come over they don't do great right away there's a few that do good but some of them come over and they fall a little flat i think santos is a real deal i think this kid is tough and I agree. I thought we were getting him at plus two something, plus 190, plus 140 something I can live with. Um, it was tough for me to come to this because I do like Lamar Murphy. I think he's powerful. I think he looks good. He picks his shots very, very well. Cardio has held up. But I really think when Santos fights and he fights the way he should fight with pressure, takedowns, so forth, constant striking in your face, Lerone might fade a little bit here. And I think this Brazilian's going to come into old London town and surprise old boy here. Uh, give me Gabriel Santos as well. Thought I was going to sneak a dog past you, but you know, you're a sharp. All right, next up, Muhammad Mokayev, minus 800. I know this line has jumped up versus uh, Jafel Fijol, plus 750, or excuse me, plus 750, plus 575. Jalel Fijol, I think I pronounced it. Listen, I'm not going to spend too much time in this fight. I'm going Mokayev here. I think Fijol is a solid fighter, excuse me. Uh, 29 years old. Looks like he's about 55 years old. Come with the contender series, the left hook. Um, ground strikes. Nice left hook, but otherwise, it was a third round, three round fight against a guy that was just okay. He's got some decent wins. He's got even uglier losses, though. You know, he's lost by submission by an average dude. He lost by decision by an average guy. Uh, again, his last four wins 0 and 0, 9 and 6, 10 and 3 against Vincent Salvatore, who I believe is in the UFC. I think this kid, yeah, this kid's in the UFC, but that was up a weight class. And then, you know, it's just. Average upon average upon average, um, kind of what you see in a lot of these up-and-coming Brazilian fighters. Unfortunately, Muhammad, confident young guy, good grappling, good striking. Dude's going to come in there in his hometown here. He was going to sit this out. He had a shoulder injury, which concerns me a little bit for being this high. Unplayable, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a decision win for Mukayev. That's what I would play. I would play a decision. I don't think he's getting Phil out of there. Uh, maybe by submission, but I doubt it. Uh, give me Mokayev here uh, at the giant number. I hate it. Pass for me. Pass. Pass all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. So I I don't know what it is, but I don't like Mokayev like at all. I'm like, this guy is so boring and they keep shoving us, just shoving him down our throat. He's so young, like, man. He's young. And I don't. Yeah. But there's nothing. I mean, watching him fight is so boring. You would think like he's got, you know, it takes down people like Marab. 
which it was exciting to watch, but this guy makes it look boring. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan, but until the UFC stops feeding him these cans and sure. they know what they're doing. And it's it's should be it's probably a reason the number is the way it is. Yeah. You know, they're gonna keep giving him cans. I didn't I I I don't even I is Feel Hall at the contender series or is he yeah. in the UFC? Contenders. Yeah. yeah, contenders. Yeah. I didn't even do any because I know what the UFC's doing. I didn't waste any time on this fight. I yeah. hope Feel Hall wins because of my dislike for Mokayev, but yeah. Frankly, he's he's good. And I mean, he can he can feel he's got power. He could catch him theoretically if that's how he's going to win. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu's okay. He's proven to be pretty durable, at least on the feet, with you know getting hit and stuff. But yeah, I mean, the UFC knows what they're doing here. Mokayev in his home country, in his hometown. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is this is going to be. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to knock somebody out whose face is in your crotch and sure. you're back. You know, I don't think this is going to so. be like a good showcase for him. Like if Mokayev comes out here and destroys this guy, I think that's going to speak volumes because he is 22, young, right? And this dude is is fairly durable with, with a nice little record, and, and he's a vet. Um, but I see a decision all over this fight. All right, next up, Sam Patterson. Minus two sixty five versus uh, from Israel. Uh, let me let me see how to pronounce his name here. It is Yanel Ashmos. What is, is Heidi sending you the phonetic? No, no, now? she's not. Heidi has not sent me anything. Yanel Ashmos. Is that it? Uh, I don't. I man, I don't even. I don't. Uh, even that's, know. A, that's a that's, that's a direct read from your boy Megan's yesterday debut. He's plus two twenty five. I'll get this out of the way real quick here. I want to take Yanel so bad. I want to take him so bad. I think Sam Peterson is going to be an automatic fade. Big, tall, skinny kid, confident, coming from London, coming off the contender series where I thought he looked average, thought he looked vulnerable. And I want to take Yanel so bad here at this dog price, but I'm not a nuts on the table kind of guy right now, at least for this fight. Can't do it. Uh, I'm going to take Sam Patterson for the length, for the striking, but there's one day where they're going to overprice this guy. And I'm going to hammer the other side. I just don't think Yanel's the kind of guy to do it. So give me Sam Patterson. CC. Yeah, I, I love that breakdown. That's exactly, that's literally exactly how I feel. It's like, I, this fight, I'm, I just don't really, I don't think I know enough. Like, I think it's Yanel Ashmaz, maybe. Okay. Just my I think I said it better, but okay. All right, whatever. I think so. Yeah. I think definitely so. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Patterson here just because of the, the really the measurables. It's, sure. Sounds so crazy, but Ashmaz has just crushed a bunch of cans like he's supposed no. to do. But uh, Patterson's fought like a couple decent people, and he's mass, absolutely massive for the Huge. division. So big boy. Um, I'm just kind of on the side of like his size and his yeah. experience is is why I'm going to pick him. Um, I, I don't probably add him to a parlay, and I agree with you. There's going to be a chance to fade him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not. I I don't know. He's a good looking guy. He talks well. You know, he's from a country where they, you know, some of the best fans in the world are out there in the UK. Um, But man, yeah, I mean, there's gonna be a time to fade him. All right, next up, we got Chris Duncan, excuse me, minus 105 versus Amar Morales, minus 115. Pick and fight lines probably moved a little bit. Banger of a fight here. Both dudes like to scrap. Uh, I love pick and fights. I love picking them. I love betting them. We I like being him, right. Pick'em Petrie, right? Pick'em Petrie, baby. That's what they call me the streaks. Uh, you're going to go ahead and lead this one, though. Tell me what you like in this fight. I like a lot about this fight. This okay. is a, this is a bang. It's another banger. Yeah. Uh, it, a lot of them, just because there's such a big name value at the top, you don't realize there's some really good fights down here on the undercard. So I like this one a lot. Chris Duncan is <laughs> it's the type of guy that, you know, his – Striking defense is to get hit in the chin, and like, yeah. you know it's like the Homer Simpson defense, right? Uh, you know, but he but he actually has the output to kind of bring it back on offense. You know, he throws yeah. not as wild as uh, what was that Trevor Peak guy? I saw something on Twitter. It's like oh, country boy Trevor, that dude, that dude's throwing barbells for hands. Dude, he's throwing hammer fists standing up. That dude, that's a technique I need to learn, man. That guy's badass. Oh, I love that. So that's I mean that, but that's a style and. Uh, I guess I've only watched Chris Duncan once, but <laughs> that's like the, the kind of the way I see him as a fighter. Uh, Morales, I was always really kind of high on, and it's I think it's probably cost me. Got to pull up his couple most recent fights. Uh, but I, I definitely have noticed the last two. Yeah, Oros, Oros Midic. Midic. Yeah, one of my the only good Alaskan fighter I think. Oh, and Laura Murphy and Jared Cannonier. That's yeah, there you go. Um, you just named three. Yeah, there you go. There's, there's a few. <laughs> well, I used to live there, so I have yeah, yeah. soft spot. In my I, I would live in. Don't uh, they pay to live in Alaska? I don't. 
Yeah, it's, it's a lot this year. I think mm-hmm. my brother lives there. Actually, my old house, it was like two, I think it was like 2,500, three nice. grand this year. Nice. So, yeah, I guess it's it's hard for me to come down too hard on Moraz because I actually think Oros Medic is all right. And, yeah. And, you know, losing to Jonathan Pierce, no big deal at all. Sure. Also, beating Shane Young, not a big deal at all. Yeah. Um, I, look, I don't like that. I, I don't know why I think he's so much older than he is, or maybe I just I've kind of noticed in his last couple of fights a little bit of a slowdown. Um, I can't believe this that I am going to take a contender series guy who's oh he's a dog, Whew. or close to it. What's the current line? I have a minus one hundred five. Uh, Duncan minus. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's a pick 'em. Pick 'em. Well, you know, I'm I'm going to go against my better judgment okay. and my probably. The rule I almost never break. Sure. Going to take Chris Duncan here. I think he's going to oh, knock Omar Morales all out. All right. Well, you're on the right side, my friend, because I'm on Duncan <laughs> as well. Uh, Omar Morales, he came in the UFC as his lethal striker. Great kicks. Haven't seen it. You know, he doesn't throw enough. He stands back. He fades. He's tough. He can take a shot. But when you got a guy like Chris Duncan coming at you, um, that's a problem. He got knocked down the contender series against Slava Claus. That guy can't stop a takedown, but if you stand up with him, he'll put you down, right? You got knocked out, no problem. Then he rebounds against Charlie Campbell, a Ray Longo guy. Big, big time, good striker. Gets dropped again, but battles back with some heart. Guy's got a lot of heart. He's fighting in the UK. You're going to have to kill him to get out of there. And I don't think Amar Morales is a killer. I think he's a point fighter at best, and I think Chris Duncan's going to make this ugly. Um, He could knock out Morales. Morales is pretty tough, but I, I see it being Morales round one. Very close round two with Duncan probably winning the second half of round two. Third round, all Duncan, right? Maybe he needs a finish to, to get it. You know, the commentators will be like, oh, Duncan, and the crowd going absolute ape shit. That's the kind of that fighter Chris Duncan is. I like Duncan here. Probably by decision. I'd even maybe would sprinkle like split decision. I see this fight being very close. See it being very fun. I mean, these guys both can put each other out. That's what they're known for. But I feel like we're going to see some cards here. We're going to see some judges. All right, next up, Jack Shore, minus 500 versus Makwan Amir Khani, plus 400. Makwan Amir Khani currently right now, two cut weight, is banging 14 women, right? They're lined up outside his room, just banging. Yeah, that's how he cuts weight. This guy just fucks <laughs> all day long. Uh, no, on the Anakin Florian this time, spoiler alert, you'll be listening to that after, you know, this after you already listened to that. We get to pass on a fight this time. We don't get to pick every fight. We don't have to put it on our card so, you know, reflect... This is the fight I passed on. I'm picking Shore, but in the scoring system with uh, Anika Florian, that number's too high. Shore coming off a loss to Ricky Simone. His grappling got exposed a little bit. Makwin Americani is a decent grappler. If he's good at anything, it's his grappling. His cardio's getting fixed a little bit. I like Jack Shore a lot. I think his striking's coming along. I think his grappling is very good, but he got exposed a little bit against a guy named Ricky Simone who's very good, right? But... Um, I just, you know, this is an easy shot if you're a valuable to take on Macron Americani plus 400 gorgeous number. Um, I just don't know if I, if I can take that because again, you know, warming up, he warms up with women. You know what I mean? This guy's energy's left, you know, left in the locker room all over the walls. You know, this guy is, you know, a fuck machine. So, um, there ain't no fucking gas. It ain't you know? got no gas in it. So you got, you know, you got it. You, I'm going to take Jack Shore. I hate it. It's going to be my decision. I hate it. Uh, uh, there's other fights, other plays I love, love, but this one I just don't. Give me Jack Short. Yeah, so I was hoping you'd play that. I was like the one note I actually do have on this site because I've, I've bet both these guys so many times. I know them in and out. Ain't got no gas. Ain't got no gas. Uh, I'm surprised your confidence is so low. Like I, I so I think Ricky Simone is championship yeah. level. No, you're right. I, I maybe think- I underplayed Ricky Simone. He's very, very good. You're right. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a close to pick. I mean, I remember picking, I, that was a fight I struggled to pick. Like, I spent all week, and I think Saturday morning I probably made my pick. Yeah. And it was, a, you know, it was a good fight. Jack Shore held his own sure. a little bit. But, yeah. yeah, I think Ricky Simone is just that good. And I, I think they're close to the same level, just one tier down. But Maquan is, like, five tiers below that. I think this is a smash spot, even wow. 500. This will be okay. in all my parlays, but... I mean, this is a guy. I like your confidence. A lot of parlays. Yeah, I'm highly confident, and I'm very highly confident he's going to finish him in round two as well. Wow! All right, now that's add to my add it to my card. Round two submission, probably right. I don't think he's not going to out. Probably just take. I'll probably just take round two. Okay. All right. Round two finish. Best best fight odds keeps crashing on me, so I don't. 
Round no two. Way. Perfect. Yeah. By the way, is my audio yeah. fixing your ears at all? Or are you just powering Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it sounded okay. great. It was okay. that fucking topology. God Let me check topology. the line on that real quick. Yeah, I, I had to I had avoid that sound. Oh, it's not up. Not up. Oh, wait. Is it up? Round one. Some props sure. are up. Some oh. props aren't. Nah, they're, they're not up, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a good bet. But I yeah. mean, that's going to be a nice number right there. You're picking the round. I like it. I hit that uh that Bo Nickel second and third minute bet. That was a good one. I had I had under I so I hit him every which yeah. way except <laughs> the under one round. Uh, I hit him by submission first round. I hit him, you know, all these things and he yeah. was such a huge number, but I'm like that if the I mean listen, I won enough money that I'm satisfied. But if I would have won on the under, which I didn't think I put that much on it, but still just to be able to clean sweep the Bo Nickel bets, that would have been sweet. It was close. Fucking Jamie Jamie Pickett toughed it out. All right, so you're on Jack Shore. I'm on Jack Shore. I love your confidence. Round two, book it. All right, main card time. Love this fight. I think this is a banger of a match make here. Marvin Vittori, the Italian dream, the Italian stallion, uh, which I don't, is that, that's not his nickname, the Italian stallion, right? Because he's ugly as shit, right? It's the, Itali- it's the Italian dream. The Italian dream, right. right okay, now. because yeah. he couldn't go with the Italian stallion because he's ugly as shit. Minus 275 versus Roman Delice, plus 230. Roman Delice, is younger than me. This guy's a man, right? I mean, he's got more hair on his knuckles than I've ever had on my face in my life. This dude's just pure man, right? Not to mention, he's just an all-time, on all-time run right now. What he did to Jack Hermanson on the ground, the only way Jack Hermanson could have won that fight, right? Everyone's like, oh, on the ground, on the ground. Jack Hermanson's great. Roma Delice off his back, flipped him over, got him in a weird, locked his leg up, locked his leg down and just fucking pounded his head in. This guy is exceptional. Him and Vittori got a little bit of a beef, I think. Vittori said some. He's got a beef with everybody, but he said something that it is personal. Uh, I don't know if Vittori is like JP Bays is like bodyguard or something. Is that if that's why it's personal? But I know Vittori went to Vegas and trained with Chris Curtis and Sean Strickland, where Delita used to train. Delita, I'm assuming, I don't know, maybe stayed in Georgia for this one. Um, either way, I'm taking Delita here at the plus 230. I think it's absolutely crazy. He's as, he's as high. Marvin Torrey's good everywhere, but that's you're never going to hear this often. That's his problem. He's not great anywhere. He can't knock you out, can't submit you. I mean, he can, but he won't. And, you know, his takedowns are good. He's heavy on top, but he lets you, he can, you can get up from the bottom. And I think if you take Delita down, he's in a world of hurt. I don't think he wants to. I think he wants to stand up with him. There could be a world where Marvin Vittori does have some good output, some good volume. He can piece him up, and Delita can slow down, and we can get a decision win for Vittori. That's very likely. But pre-fight read right now, I think Delita has got big enough power to maybe back Vittori up. If he gets to the ground, Vittori's good, not great. Give me Delita to style him on him, babe. What's up? I feel like you're going to disagree with me. Tell me I'm wrong. Shit, I just just looking at this. It's best fight odds, so it could be yeah. wrong. But it says delete say plus four sixty at Bet Rivers. So no matter what side you're on, what <laughs> does he missing a leg or something? What? I, oh, it's 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 way off market. So I don't know. <laughs> it could be wrong. Like I, I said, need to download Bet Rivers. I have it available in Ohio. <laughs> plus four is what? He, I don't I, know if it's right or not. I have it, so I'll check. Yeah, I don't use it. I mean, I don't have it. I yeah, just I have the app already. It's I was trash app, but go ahead, man. Fuck. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, so yeah, Delice is. We've been on him since the be like the beginning. I mean, real realistically, coach. Yeah, right. Realistically, and, I, and this is a Timbo move, right? I I rarely go. He should be whatever because you know the record shows he's got. A, he beat Trevin Giles. I mean, he outstruck Trevin Giles. He took him down more. He had more submission attempts. That's his only loss in the UFC. His only loss in his career. He beat Trevin Giles. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I completely agree. Uh, I actually hopped off the Dolce train against Jack Hermanson. Man, I looked like a well, I didn't look I mean, like a fool. No, Jack that's Hermanson Jack Hermanson's a legit fight, dude. But, yeah. Uh so yeah, I'm uh I am on the opposite side. I think Victoria is just just gonna straight up out just out cardio him. Yeah. Uh, I, I, at his size, Vittori's cardio, cardio is like completely elite. It's mm-hmm. almost untouchable. Maybe it's just coming off watching Marab do that, that I'm like, oh, cardio, ABC, always bet cardio. Always bet cardio, baby. Uh, you know, I don't know, like, even when they're striking, Vittori's striking has gotten better and better and better. I don't, you know, nobody's ever finished Vittori. He's like, you took, we call Jamie Malarkey old cement head. This is this like. This dude. This dude's then, a yeah, blockhead. You ain't finishing cement, this dude. Yeah. But, <laughs> so this, uh, yeah, I, I look, 
the line, I, I, you know, you kind of said this earlier. It's like the line does feel off, but I, I do think Vittori just rolls to a decision like he always yeah. does. I think he can, you know, he can kind of punt. Like, I think he'll control the clinch situations, punch inside, probably get, you know, some wrestling. You know, for an Italian dude, he can wrestle really well. Mm-hmm. Crazy to talk about an Italian guy out wrestling a guy from Georgia. But, but it can happen. Yeah. About. I mean, Marvin Vittori's well run around it. Here's, yeah. the, here's the one thing that for sure, and I wish I could bet on it. Regardless of the outcome, if it goes a decision, even if Marvin Torrey gets 10-8 every round, he still thinks he's going to win, right? At the judge's decision, his arms going to be like, I got this one, baby. Oh, yeah. It's like, Marvin, you got knocked out almost every round, but like, you no, 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 I got this one. I wish I could bet that because oh. that dude is delusional. <laughs> some sites where it's like they'll they'll make a bet for you. you can write into them. That's how I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have that. Marvin Tory loses the decision but still raises his hand like he won. That's a bet I want. I forgot I forgot one earlier, but uh the Jojo Calder Coach Jojo would fight. Thank you. Uh drop the Calder word. Split Split, split decision. decision. Okay, split decision. Yeah, nice little call there, nice yep. little prop. All right, next up, Jennifer Maya versus Casey O'Neill. Jennifer Maya plus one forty five. Casey O'Neill minus 170. Casey O'Neill, very easy on the eyes. One of my uh, make-believe girlfriends that I follow on Instagram, and uh, I like her style. I like the cut of her jib. Uh, but, Christian, you got this fight. Take it away, babe. Yeah, Casey O'Neill, she's, she's a fun fighter to watch, too. Is yeah. easy on the eyes. She's got the strangest accent I've ever heard. Well, it's Australian-Scottish. Um, she's got a very interesting yeah. background. Right. Please, sir, I want some more. Some more, please, sir. <laughs> Oliver Twist, nice. Uh, so, yeah, I. you know what? I mean, I, I don't even realize when Casey O'Neill tore up her knee. I don't know if it was just ACL or if it was more than that. But yeah. For a fighter that depends on their athleticism, their speed, their power, I mean, she really is like a, you know, speed and size bully in there. Mm-hmm. And coming off that knee surgery, I mean, you could come back like Adrian Peterson in nine months or – you could never be the same again. I like I've never torn mine, but I've seen some people who were never the same, and some people who it wasn't anything. Right. Uh, in terms of Jennifer Maya, obviously everybody knows she's a good boxer. If she were to ever take anybody down ever, she probably would. She'd probably be twenty nine and one, not twenty nine and one. Gotcha. Because when she gets these takedowns, they're I mean, she really controls very well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the shot because I. Don't know how Neil's probably recovered from the knee surgery. I think Maya is a very good fighter. Sure. I mean, she's the one that initially exposed Valentina. And, you know, she, everybody else is kind of. Yeah, she, they're following her blueprint. Yeah, you're right. Yep. So, you know, I, I, I kind of like Maya. If she can get a takedown, she wins. And I think she can hang on the feet pretty well, too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if she can, if she gets taken down, though. Yeah. Which. He's highly likely. It's probably you know really early who's fight this. Listen, is. you you got a good read. I, I'm on Maya as well. I picked us in the Anakin Florian as well. Kenny was on O'Neill. Um, I just don't trust that knee. We've seen it before. People come back. She's only been gone for a year. And as far as I know, it was a, it was a full ACL, right? So they say two years before you're really yourself. And I know people come back early and, and they they do great, but it worries me, and you're right. Jennifer Maya had a great first round against Valentina. That first round exposed Valentina's weakness. If Jennifer Maya can do that, a little bit of more aggression against Casey Neal, who might be a little shaky, but probably not. She's very confident in herself, which I love. She's got some swag to her. She's tough. Um, but, yeah, I like the dog here at plus 145 and Jennifer Maya. I think it's going to be by decision. Don't see a finish happening per se. I like a decision here. I mean, Casey Neal went to a split against Roxanne Montefiore. She looked great in the beginning, and then Roxanne just won't go away. And uh, she started losing kind of those later rounds. It was close. I had, I had Casey winning, but it was a competitive fight. And Roxy, I think that was her last fight ever. So um, I like Jennifer Maya here. I think this is a is a good matchup for her. And uh, I want Casey to win, but when you're giving me this line at plus 145, I got to go. I got to go. You know, I got to go that way. All right, next up, Gunny. Gunner Nelson, plus 380 versus Brian Barberina, plus, or, or excuse me, minus 380 for Gunny. Plus 320 for Brian Barberina. And Brian Barberina just doesn't take fights that are easy for him, right? I mean, he's had the sloppy, sloppy brawls, but then he goes against RDA where he got taken down six times and submitted, which I predicted. You know, he's got a great chin. Takedown defense is okay. 
Uh, or excuse me, takedown defense is trash, but his get-up game's okay. Gunny can flow on top very well. His takedowns are average, not as good as RDA, but he's better on the, or not better on the feet, but he's a little more dangerous, in my opinion, on the feet. That blitz in and stuff is hard to do. We haven't seen Gunny in a while. Um, I really like Gunnar Nelson, though, here. I, I, I love this spot for him. This is a slime ball cannon as well. Uh, I just think this is a horrible matchup for Brian Barberina. If Gunnar Nelson just decides, you know what, I'm going in there and throwing down. Then after the first round, if Gunnar Nelson doesn't start trying to take take him down, you hedge and you run to the Barberina side because Gunnar Nelson is not going to win those type of fights. But if we're grappling, I think Gunnar Nelson, uh, you know, RDA is great and I might get some shit for this, but I think Gunnar Nelson's better on top than RDA in Jiu-Jitsu, in the Jiu-Jitsu world. I think Gunny Nelson can hang with anybody on the ground and he has. Uh, give me Gunnar Nelson and I already... Bet this. This is not a green hammer bet, but if you're in the MMA Takes podcast betting group on uh, uh, DraftKings, I placed a little bet because Gunnar Nelson by submission as of yesterday was plus 100. And I think that's that's a slam dunk. That's a plus money slam dunk. So uh, Gunnar Nelson by submission. CC, take it away, babe. Yeah, so I, obviously if Gunnar Nelson can get and keep this fight on the ground, it's pretty easy. This fight actually stinks too. I don't know why. What? It's on this part. You stink. Of the, yeah. There's so Gunny many Nelson, dude. And this thing, yeah. He, he you know fights what? once no. every three years. No. And he, he couldn't even finish. Who was it? Takashi Sato? Uh, just uh, laid on him for 15 minutes. Takashi Sato Ugh. was a big, powerful dude. Okay, man. And he had, he had taken some time off. So, okay. So pick Bar- pick like Barbarina about. and let's bet it. Come on. What? I, Money honestly, up. When I... I, I really thought about it, but then I, I, I kind of looked into the numbers. I'm like, if Gunnar Nelson only averages 1.86 takedowns per 15 minutes, it means those people aren't really getting up that often, yeah. which he's means he's really, holding them there. He's and, really good on top, man. He flows really well on top. Yeah. And, you know, Barbarina can, he can get up. He's all right at it. Sure. But when you're only stopping half those takedowns, it's like yeah. you're guaranteed to be put on your back. So uh, when you got a guy that fights like Gunnar Nelson fights, and I'm saying you're guaranteed that he's guaranteed to get put on his back. Yeah. Uh, you got to go Gunnar Nelson. Got I do think this fight stinks, though. I I, I, mean, I disagree. I think it's a good too. fight, and hopefully DraftKings offers up the same game parlay we were talking with that I hit with uh, blah blah last week with um, – who did I hit with the take? Oh, oh a Sun Sal. I think oh, yeah. I think Gunnar Nelson over two takedowns is great. I know prize pick – if you play prize picks, I can't place prize picks – Gunnar Nelson over two takedowns is wonderful. Um, and then maybe even most significant strikes as well. Because if you get some of the ground, Barbarina's not going to strike. You know what I mean? There's some ways to play the same game parlay there. But definitely look into that. All right. Co-main event. We're 47. Wait, we're good. I'm gonna take, I'm Go gonna, ahead. I'm going to take a bathroom break real quick. Go take a piss. I'll introduce the co-main event here. All right. Justin uh, Gaethje. The highlight. Plus 195 versus Hafi is what they call him. Fiziev, I don't know why I have a hard time with his name. Fiziev, pl- uh, minus 225. So we don't see Gaethje at a plus number often. You saw him against Khabib. He was plus 300, plus 220, whatever it was. That's Khabib. He was plus 175 against Charles. He was a bigger, he's a bigger underdog here than against Oliveira, which is very, very surprising. I'll save my pick for Christian when he gets back. But on the MMA Takes Social, on DraftKings is a betting group. If you want to get in, let me know. I'll send you the link, whatever. I think I had it posted on some things, but it doesn't matter. DM me. I'll send you the link. You can join. It's cool. If you haven't signed up to DraftKings, OMA takes promo code, whatever, or you can use Anik and Florian. You can use whatever. Get your money. Get you know. Get the promo code there. But um, uh, the social is is basically we we share our bets. No units. Hide the units. But we you know there's about 21 members right now, and you share your bets. I see a lot of people. You know, I get alerts on my phone. Picking Gaethje as his dog price. And, uh, you know, again, you probably listened to Nick and Florian already. Kenny picked Gaethje. Very confident in it. And I was very confident on the other side. And that's that's who I'm going to lead into now that Christian's back. So, Christian, I'll explain the people already. I don't know if you've seen it on the MMA Takes social group on DraftKings. People have already, money has come in. Uh, people have already placed in Gaethje for this underdog number. I was telling the public that Kenny Florian pick Gaethje I went first and I was very confident in Fazeev and I still am right and Kenny took a dump on me and was confident in Gaethje so this is a great battle of the minds I just think Gaethje yeah I can't wait to hear that I think Gaethje is starting to really fall off right he's been in so many wars 
In the Charles Oliveira fight, he couldn't take a shot. Now, Oliveira is great. One of the best in the world. But Fiziev is, in my opinion, the best striker at 155. I think he's very good. Does he have the most power? Probably not, but he's got knockouts. His knockout over McConnell was beautiful. Problem is he's low volume. A lot of people bring up the Bobby Green fight. I bring up the Bobby Green fight where he slowed down, very close fight, whatever. That's where the only fight he threw over 100 strikes and he slowed down. But if you look at the RDA fight, that was a five-round fight. He was stopping takedowns, and he knocked RDA out in the fifth round. Guy's got a little juice. This is a three-round fight. Now, Justin Gaethje is an incredible, durable guy. That's just what he's known for, but he has been finished. The guy doesn't lose by decision. So, I like Fiziev here, or Fiziev, Fiziev. Bringing out the old hammer. If you're audio only, your boy's got the green money hammer on his shoulder. So the bet is Hafiyal, Hafi Vaziv by knockout plus 140 bucket. And if you don't want it that much juice, if you go, oh, BP, Gaethje's tough. I like Gaethje. That's fine. You could double chance it and go Vaziv by knockout and decision or get minus 200. Either way, Green Hammer play is Hafi, Hafiyal Vaziv. By knockout. He is sleeping old Justin Gaethje. He's sleeping old boy. Promise you that. Christian's upset because Gaethje went to his college and high school and I know him and whatever the fuck. Don't matter. Fazee's winning. Christian, take it. Green Hammer play, baby. Boom. That's damn right. We both went to the U. The U. University of Northern Colorado. Yes, 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 yes. That's the U I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody does. Look, I'm gonna. I can't wait to hear yours and Kenny's back and forth on this because I'm falling on the same side as Kenny. Oh I, I boy! Mean, it, it's no, it's no secret to anybody that listens to the MMA Takes podcast that I love Justin Gaethje. Sure, that is my favorite. You know, favorite current fighter, I guess. Him and John Jones, they got my one-two all time. Look, um, so I, I'm biased. I'm not sure how much to take away from what I say. Obviously, Faziz. Like just technical striking is uh, unrivaled. It's it, it, like you said, mm. it, it is the best at 155, and it might be the best anywhere. Sure, it, it really is incredible. It's a, a sight to behold. But there's always a but. Gaethje, Gaethje is gonna whoop <gasps> that ass. Whoa, whoop! I yeah, Ooh. whoop that ass. Yes, I, I'm like super confident that Gaethje's gonna finish him, and he's gonna finish him early. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be violent, but I think Fazeev. I don't know if it's gonna be. He makes a mistake doing something spinning. <laughs> Do it, you know? He, I, I, it's, I, yeah. I don't know if it's a fanboy or just a feeling, but you know, I, when they get in close together, I, I really think Gaethje holds the advantage there. Right. And I, I think, I think he's gonna touch him, and he's gonna touch him early. There's, okay. You know, it's Gaethje's lost to you know recently to Khabib and Charles Oliveira, and it's like ah, oh, we're down on him. He's slowed down. He's you know, those both those guys are. You know, Charles Oliveira is the most potent finisher in UFC history. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how you can't put too much stock into the fact that he finished him. Sure. You know, Gaethje's finished a lot of people too. Fazeev is, I think, going to look a lot smaller in there. It's crazy. The reach is about the same. Yeah. But I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of technique in this fight. I think it's going to be a brawl. Well, it's it's going to be technique versus brawl and technique wins. You're also forgetting Gaethje lost Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier. You're you're forgetting no, those. Forget. All right, recently. all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is put your money up fight. What you got, man? What fifty? Oh, I'll bet 60. you. Oh, yeah, sixty yeah, bucks. Yeah. All right, so I get. I, so I meant to tell you, I I'm so confident in this. I'm going to open up. Whichever one has that five hundred dollar risk free bet, risk free bet, I'm open and putting it all on Gaethje. You're now, not. If it didn't have the, if they didn't have the promo offer, I probably wouldn't make Christian. Bet. But yeah, that's Christian. how confident I am. He's worse, my guy. No, he's worse. He got that never belt, the fake belt he got. Fuck a he ain't never been the same. He wars, man. He wars. All right, well, put your money up, fight. We got that. I'm going to mark right there. Uh, Christian owes me yeah, that, that's money. A bet. All right. Main event time. That's what the kids say. Bet. Bet. Rocky Leon Edwards plus 205 versus Kamar Usman minus 245. CC, I'll let you go first on this. Uh, very tough fight for the pick. You know me. Usman's my boy. I've rode with Usman for oh, yeah. day one. And uh, day one. most 
Usman fights are usually max bets for your boy. This one obviously is a little tougher. I know how the first fight went, but I'm gonna go ahead and let you break it down and see the, and then I'll tell you the way I see it. So give me, give me what you got. Yeah, so this line is crazy to me, kind of because I bet Usman after round one, after he lost round one, and this was all it was almost the identical line, like minus two forty, two sixty. I can't remember what it was, but something very close. And I'm like, huh. So the books still think that. Even losing or even losing a round that Kamara Usman is still like the, the yeah. minus two fifty. Like right. I don't know, you know what I don't know what that probability is. Sixty five percent favorite or something like that. Uh yeah. look, I'm gonna I have to I have to ride with the guy that's won. They fought for almost forty five minutes and one yeah. guy's won thirty eight of those minutes, probably sure. or maybe even more, maybe forty of them. You know, you get lulled to sleep. You know, Leon Edwards had his output always stinks. He's one of the least output fighters ever. You get lulled to sleep. You've dominated 20 straight minutes of a fight, or, you know, I guess it would be 15 at that point. But um, he just made a mistake. He just, mm-hmm. he got caught. He got lazy. He slowed down. Other than that, he's done everything. He's dominated Leon Edwards. It hasn't even been close. And I don't see why it should be any different other than one time that he got caught. I also can't get out of my head when. Leon's standing up there, and he's like, look at me. I'm like, look at me. Look yeah. at me. I'm the captain now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. So maybe Look at me now. He kept saying. I, yeah. 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 It makes me think of, look at me now. Yeah. So you're 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 on Marty Ooze, right? Look, I, I yeah. I, I don't. I don't understand how you could, unless if you were on Leon Edwards the first time, sure. how you could look at that performance and be like, this is a, you, you're going to be able to replicate this performance. I don't see any way that you're going to do that. I think you're going to get wrestle fucked even worse. And I don't want to hear anything about the altitude as somebody yeah. that lives at altitude sure. because we just have that much more of an advantage at sea level. So sure. that's I, a I good point. I, no excuses. So I, yeah, I, Usman is one of the best fighters of all time. And sure. he's going to prove, and Leon Edwards is very, very good. And, could be the champion again maybe someday but he's losing his belt and yeah shot my guy shopcott's gonna come take it Shavkot, rock my up. uh listen <laughs> i uh this was tough because like i said i'm a uzman guy i've i've won a lot of money with marty uh it's been my guy since since the ultimate fighter days i love his mental i love his mental even more after the loss you know i love people call him corny he's got that r&b swag to him and hey, yo i'm gonna win that belt again girl you know he's got the whole thing and people are like this guy's a fake or whatever I love all that shit. I think the dude can dress. I think he's good looking. I think he can talk well. I think he handles himself with class. And I think he's a first class fighter. He's not the best at anything, but he puts it all together the best. Look at the first fight. You know, he out-wrestled Leon. First close round, out-wrestled him. Leon went ready. Leon went on a winning streak, cleaned it up. Second fight, he got Usman down. The only man to take him down, mounted him, took his back. Props to him. Usman went on and won two through four pretty convincingly. And a lot of people thought the, the altitude had issue. And you made a great point. Sea level is only going to be better for Kamara, who is the guy who trains at altitude, not to mention has incredible cardio, right? I mean, the guy averages over 100 punches a fight if he's not knocking you out like a like a Gilbert Burns or Jorge Masvidal or whatever. But, you know, you look at those Colby fights, he outpaced Colby, who has traditionally one of the best cardios. But, you know, there's something about getting knocked out for the first time that really stuns a fighter. And if anybody can come back for it, I think it's Kamara Usman. That's just my opinion. I think he can come back from getting knocked out like the way he did Five round, you know, just it, it was a tough loss, right? Coming back pretty quickly, immediate rematch. Not too long ago, they did it. Oh, oh boy. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, that camera was looking so nice the entire time. What is going on here, man? Please run the hub to see virtual camera. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> it it looks so good. Too. Looks so good, man. Did it, I have a dummy battery and everything? It shouldn't have died. All right, here's what we're going to do. I got a cam. Um, hold on, wait. Cam, virtual camera. Let's go studio display. It won't let me change it. So, oh, hey, hang on. You're going to get your video editing practice. Yeah, uh, well, this is staying in. I can't I can't do all that. Oh. <laughs> I can't do all that, man. This should be on. I mean, what? What is going on here? All right, Cam is not off. Listener, Brian's camera just my camera just crapped out right in the middle of the main event. I mean, what are, what are we doing here? All right, anyway, we'll go we'll go without the camera for the end of it. I apologize. You can look at Christian's beautiful face. Needless to say, I like Kamar Usman here. 
Uh, I can't bet against him. I think it's going to be a weird fight. I just, I feel like Camaro, he looks so good in the clinch and against the cage that that's what he needs to continue to do. Don't be in space. But again, the knockout has me worried. I'm throwing pause on this. This is a pause fight for me for sure. Uh, and that's very rare coming for me with a uh, Kamaru Usman fight. All right, real quick, let's do the locks. I'm going to record a separate video since my camera's out with um, the slime ball. So I won't get the slime ball here. I'll record a separate video out. So Green Hammer, you got Christian. Uh, what do you want? Motor lock, send him home, dog lock, babe. Um, I will go um mortal mortal got yeah what's our limit minus 350 well i mean if you yeah just just do anything you can you're all right that's all right um fuck yeah i'm willing to risk i'm so confident that uh jack shore wins I, i'm fine risking that point wow I mean, there you go it's no it's no death to hot minus 800 yeah i love i love that you went uh, you went shore there that was that was a fight that i was a little shaky with now that's got my confidence my mortal so locks, Jake Hadley. I mean, I think he, I think he rolls there. So confident, Jack Hadley, uh, or Jake Hadley. Excuse me. My send him home will be Christian Leroy Duncan, Leroy Jenkins. I think he's he's gonna finish Dusko there, coming in hot, good striker. Uh, that's my send him home, Christian. You send him home, babe. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be the highlight. The Oof. University of Northern wow. Colorado, Bear, Justin Gaethje. That's a nice number. And then we got uh, dog lock, which I will go with Roman Delete save because you don't you're picking opposite me. That's my dog lock. Hello, dog lock. Okay, this is dog. Okay, this is dog. Uh, Christian, what's your dog lock, babe? I'm going right back to the well. Give me the highlight. Wow, University of Northern Colorado, bro, you're doubling him up. You're nuts. Yes. All right, that's it. Yep. Sorry for the camera issue on YouTube. Christian, stick around because I got to up, uh, upload your video or whatever here. I don't know if you okay. see that audio there. Brian Peach MMA on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, a thank you. Let's make some mix with our man Brian Peach. Perfect week for Brian Petrie yet again. Motherfuckers. 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 Motherf